season two, episode four. What? Welcome to Starting Now, a Barry podcast presented by CinemaSins. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is starting now, the Barry Podcast. I'm Chris Atkinson with Barrett Share. Yeah. And Mike Hester. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 What a what a what a great title, too, because uh, you know, you're going to be watching this entire episode wondering why it's titled that. Yes. Yes. You will watch this entire episode wondering <laughs> yeah. until the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um we start off with uh, Barry and uh, Sally and Sam at a diner, and I love how they do this, too, because Sam says something like, what do you do, Bobby? And he goes, my name is, and it goes straight to the Barry, the Barry card, and it does it for like a split second, and then it comes back, I'm Barry. You know? and, uh, and yes, during this scene... Sam seems like the nicest guy yeah. ever. He's fine. It's the weirdest thing Sally's ever. okay, too. Sally's okay. This and he's sitting there. He's confused. He's like, he's, Barry is sitting there going, this is the guy that you're talking about? Yeah. And I, I was confused, too. A, not only is he presenting well, mm-hmm. right? But also, why would they go to dinner with him in the first place? Yeah. They're going to dinner. He's talking about his family. He's got a five-year-old kid. He's just everything about him is affable. There are slight cracks when you watch this episode multiple times, like getting the name wrong. Mm -hmm. And when Barry interrupts to say certain things, you can see Sam's eyes dart over to Barry, like kind of like, fuck you, dude. Mm -hmm. But it's, Uh it's a split second. You can't even really, you don't really notice it on your first, your first viewing because you're sitting there going, man, this guy's so nice. (laughs) But he does. He has those little moments where he's like, fuck you. And he's talking, you know, he's heard about the cedar thing through Sally's friend. Yeah. Which makes me think maybe she's not the best friend here. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't mm-hmm. think that's cool what she did. And then Sally immediately starts to downplay it. Mm-hmm. And Barry is starts to say, no, this is important. This is a theater piece. And Sally says, no, no, we're going to. We're not going to do it. You know, it's just, what does she say? It's she a, says it's just a scene. Just and a then scene. he says, we're doing this in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. And, and, and basically saying, why, why cower? Why don't just go ahead and say, this is what the scene's about. And if this guy wants to say something about it, I'm here. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, they, they're not on the same page about how to tell him what this scene is. It's a scene for people. It's yeah. a, it's, a, it's to be acted in front of an audience. Well, I've been thinking about this a lot because we get into the the role of an abusive relationship and from a perspective of, you know, she has been abused. Boy, it's it's tough to talk about because I I don't I've not been in that mm. and I I don't really know anyone who has and so we're just going to only be able to speculate about what she's going through. I I feel like I, I read online a little bit about this episode and there were some people who were kind of upset because they got into the abusive side of things. And when you've been in an abusive relationship, whew, it's, oh, yeah. it's bad. It is really, really bad. So that being said, I speculate that she's in it still. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She, and I think that's played intentionally. Yeah, exactly. And she has still... Cause you, I know for me personally, when I meet somebody I haven't seen in 10 years, a part of me is, or 20 years, a part of me is like right back in college or whatever. Sure. Like I'm acting the way I used to act. And I think, oh, <laughs> why am I acting like this? This is weird. This isn't who I am anymore. I'm a totally different person. And she's going right back into being this sort of, I guess meek is that the right deferential, word? I, deferential, I would say. yeah, apologetic. Doesn't polite, want, apologetic. Yeah, doesn't want to. Uh, doesn't want to appear. Uh, wants to be liked. Wants yeah. to still be liked and everything. And so the natural instinct is to uh, everything that you say is funny and everything that you do. You know, okay, that was in the past, but you're not doing it now. So this is the thing that you always hear about abusive relationships, right? The one, it's that. The uh, the abuse happens, then the the person uh, then does this, you know, apology yes. and this makeup and this I won't do it again and all that. And the person being abused believes it because they they don't think that there's any other options for them out there or that there is uh, that they can't just leave and you know, not be in this, whatever it is. They just can't, they, they think that they can't be in this. For yeah. Whatever and part of it is not provoking the, the other person. Yeah. Too. This is why I, I've dealt with a lot of patients with, yeah. with PTSD and abusive relationships and stuff like that. This is why her entire behavior when she gets to the restaurant makes perfect sense to yeah. me. I don't know why she goes to the restaurant in the first right. place. I don't, that seemed like a bit of a stretch, of character, far be it from me to to suggest that they go otherwise. But I, d- I didn't think that this had a chance. As a matter of fact, I thought this was a dream sequence. Yeah. At the yeah. beginning of this episode, maybe they were trying to set us up for that. But I was like, there's no fucking way that not only she would go to a restaurant with this, but that Barry would go along with it, too. I thought his ass was dead as fried chicken mm-hmm. when he was on, in the parking lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We see a little bit later on in the episode about how he's able, he's manipulative. Mm-hmm. And he's able to manipulate her, and I'm just assuming that's what happened to get her into the restaurant. She is smart to have Barry go with her, but she's not out of that with him completely, mm-hmm. and he is still able to manipulate her some. When you get stuck in that rut, you can get right back into it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we do see right at later on, he says, he says, I don't understand because they're doing, trying to do the scene again. He's like, I don't understand. Uh, you, you like, uh, you know, you went out to dinner with him and, and you seemed like you were all right with that. And, and here we are, we're trying to, we're trying to do this. And she realizes that what she's been doing is not true. Mm. She walks out on that, and, and Barry, who doesn't want to hurt her, is goes after her and says, wait, 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 you know, no, no, no. It's like, this is such an important scene to the entire yes. uh, series, I think, um, because he says to her that it's okay to be a different person in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have some secrets um, because it's okay. It's what he wants. <laughs> more yeah, than anything yeah, yeah. yeah it's also kind of plays back to what fuchs told him before that in the third episode yeah it's very much like that, that, yeah. that you know you don't have to you don't want to tell the truth and they want braveheart yeah so yeah, yeah. uh he is kind of saying that but i i it felt 
weirdly, it felt honest what he was saying to her mm-hmm. and trying to actually help her. Oh, no, I think he yeah. believes it's true. Yes. I think he does believe, but it's more, it, like, again, it's more what he wants. He wants to have, he's like, look, you know, if we can make this where we have secrets and we can still somehow tell some certain truth about things, then we're okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And uh, and that's really what just goes goes along with him. So he says, "I love this line." He says, "He says, he says, we want to be what we we tell people we are. Like for instance, I'm Barry Block. I'm an actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. and you're Sally Reed. And and you and you uh, told that guy off. Yeah. And uh and uh and so that's how they sort of agree to like let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Sarah Goldberg really no she's no she's been great the whole time i thought her acting here was particularly good Mm. and in the entire second season to where people are saying she's gonna get nominated for an emmy there's a really a lot of people are saying that's a great chance and i think she should yeah and here she she's so guilty and she shouldn't it's easy for me to say Mm. she shouldn't be guilty she shouldn't feel guilty she didn't do anything wrong he did things wrong Mm -hmm. she he put her in that situation and she left and that is strong yeah but she doesn't know it yeah Yeah. again she doesn't think that just the leaving part is the strong part yes which it is it's the it is the number one thing that shows strength but she wants to show you know think about this on a stage okay how it actually happened the guy's just lying there on the bed mm-hmm. and then she goes in with her friend and gets a bunch of things and leaves yeah what is that <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so in her in her head in her head that's not dramatic that's not anything anybody wants to see in real life it's very powerful but mm-hmm. on stage it doesn't come across that way which is beautiful that the show's able to show both of those sides mm-hmm. she even you know we'll we'll get to the actual performance of this but like it she physically can't do that she can't make the undramatic choice when she's on stage uh and uh but but we're able to see through the lens of the show we're able to see the actuality it's the 51st states the 500 days of summer not 51st (laughs) it's the 500 days of summer thing where it's the actuality versus what what you think happened yeah 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 she like wants to be in blockbusters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like a star. It, yeah. If you want to be a star and want to be in the $100 million movie, you got to have that dramatic scene. There are worlds, you know, plays, and smaller budget films where you could do more real things like this. Um, I it, it, She could do that, but no, she wants to be a star. I, I just thought I'd... Yeah, throw that out there. I do. I do like also that line in the scene too, where where she's like, "This is not how it happened," and he goes, "Well, Star Wars didn't happen, and that's a totally (laughs) rad movie." Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh uh, There is a a point where, and 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 sorry if I'm skipping along and we haven't gotten to certain things, but Mm. this is what I how as how I'm remembering the episode. But uh, she is trying to find her emphasis in her lines on stage. Uh, trying to say like I want to hammer that line that that mm. that word that whatever while she's doing this on stage uh, Sam is in the control room yeah. watching her <laughs> uh, and Barry sees this uh, Barry uh, chases after him and basically now it's on because you've crossed the line you've officially crossed the line 
And he goes, Hey man, he, she said, you don't want, she didn't want you to see that. And he says, no, you said that she didn't want want me to see that. And this is by the way, very typical asshole ex-boyfriend yeah. behavior. Don't know how many people of you experienced this, but I have <laughs> seen this many times. Um, he's 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 going to the he's going to his car sam is and just trying to get away from the situation i don't know if he thinks that barry can kick his ass or i don't think he does otherwise he wouldn't he wouldn't say the shit that he says to him yeah maybe but he's saying it over his shoulder and he's going he's going very quickly to his car so i don't know if he knows that but he he is going to his car and then he says that awful awful thing about like i was with her first and i fucked her before you did mm-hmm. and and i can't even bring myself to yeah, say what I he know. says it's horrible but i've heard worse yeah i've heard worse than that yeah and <laughs> and, yeah. and it's so it's so so typical type of thing but now it's on seriously there's like this this line has been broken and now barry is sort of like if this guy even even comes anywhere near her now, I'm ready. To, it's it's on, mm-hmm. and he's and he's he does it the mature way. He does he stands there. He doesn't initiate any fights or anything. Once dude says that, he's like he's just like okay man, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just you know, and he he moves on. But he calls Sam calls right after this. Mm-hmm. She's up there trying to do this thing that's about him, and he calls. And, uh, and at first she ignores it and this is what you're talking about. This is the, the whole luring in type yeah. of thing that keeps happening. It, it, the phone stops ringing and then he calls right back mm-hmm. right after that. And then she answers and he says, he's nice again. He, she didn't see that out there. Uh huh. He's nice again. He's like, uh, you know, um, I'm going to be leaving soon, but I need to give you something. And, uh, and uh and she's like i don't think so or whatever he's like come on i'm only here for this is how this is i think this is how this happens you make the other person feel guilty and then they have to do these things have to quote unquote to a hotel room to a hotel room yeah Yeah. he and he moved his flight up yeah all of these just swarmy blah man things (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that she's not seeing yeah. yeah it's it's yeah it, it, it will make you feel gross watching this guy just somehow reel her in throughout this whole thing she he has something for her and she's like i don't know and then he's like well look just meet me at the the cafe downstairs yeah. and of course the cafe's closed what an <laughs> and, and she goes well the cafe's closed and he goes yeah i saw that just come up to my room since you've gotten this far yeah why don't you come up to this up to the room and god you're j- like this whole scene is just like you're just like grabbing on to things like uh-huh. what is going to happen yeah and uh and she goes up to the room and there's something about something as subtle as when she gets she's at first she's at the door and the door is open but then like somehow some way that that slow motion door that hotels have where it like it hangs uh-huh. and you're like put your hand in there yeah yeah, yeah. and and then it just kind of latches behind as it closes is there something about that she now can't turn to open the door because that's a sign that i want to get out of here mm-hmm. so she's still trying to be nice and being polite and everything mm-hmm. like that sam by the way he's got 
uh, he's got this old thing from high school, this old like uh, program that she was when she was in a play. He went to see it all six times, and boy, was she awesome and all that. And and she's like, oh, that's such a nice thing. You can see that she genuinely thinks that's a nice thing. And really, it's just sort of this whole idea, like, will you maybe stop doing this this scene that I have been told that you're doing uh, about me? Because the next thing is she's about to leave, and he goes, uh, you know, things that have, haven't been all that good. And you're like, just go just you're like okay sorry about that i'll I'll head out and then she stops and she goes what's mm. what's wrong and he goes my dad's sick and uh-huh. you're like oh my god and then she's like okay so your dad's sick okay sorry he even calls him jack calls mm. the father jack uh goes through all that like oh I'm, I'm sorry to hear that get and then you're and then you're like no don't say it she goes well, give me updates. And you're like, no, God, yeah, everything no, that's no, happening is just no. in slow motion. And it's so real to me. Mm. And I don't know what this Reddit uh, uh, thing was talking about. But again, I, I don't know what it's like to be in this type of situ- situation. I, I No, I don't know what it's like either. But and, and Barrett, you may know more along these, these lines than I do. Um, but these abusers know not only are they manipulative but there is an honest side to it that makes it somehow worse because he did go to all six plays sure that's yeah. a nice yeah. thing to do you're, you're that, that's someone who cares you're setting you up think yeah you're setting up you know your endearing qualities yes, well look what i did uh, of course that was you know 18 years ago or something like that uh and also the sob stories like look what's wrong with me so you uh-huh. need to identify with me and all of that is a trap to say well you know uh, I can get what I need from you, which is to not only I get a sense in this moment that not only did he want her to stop doing the play, he probably wanted to sleep with her mm-hmm. yeah, and he probably yeah. wanted to take advantage of her. And who knows what after that? But you're right. Everything is on the table when she goes into that room. Mm-hmm. Physical abuse, sexual abuse, anything like anything mm-hmm. is on the table. And that's what makes it so creepy and tense and all that stuff yeah and, and because he's done these nice things he can probably tell himself that he's not a bad guy sure oh absolutely bad guys don't think they're bad guys no, sally is about to get her moment though because he says after he gets this whole like sympathy card going for him and everything she says i'm gonna take i'm gonna be sure to be respectful about this scene and everything so that you know you're not embarrassed and so he goes, so you're going to not do the scene now? Mm. And she goes, no, I'm doing the scene. And this is her choke on this moment. Yeah. Uh, and Barry, by the way, this is another great thing about this show is that it does give her the agency to get out on her own. And it does. She do, doesn't require Barry at all. Mm, yeah. And uh, and Barry is is uh, is on the is on the move. Once he hears about this meeting that's happening and everything, he's he's on the road. He's got the gun going. He's got he's sneaking around the hotel. And mm. and in a great scene, Sally opens the door. He points the gun. <laughs> Luckily, nobody's watching yeah. the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's staged beautifully. Yes. And and he sees Sally there and he's like, all right. And he <laughs> hightails it. Mm-hmm. Another instance of him sucking and sneaking up yeah. on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, by the way, I said that in a way. I don't think he knows the me- he doesn't know the meetings happening. Right. He's just going there. No. Yeah. He just he just I think he's still he's just pissed off at the right. conversation. He has uh-huh. 
has no idea that she's no there idea until... that, that she's there yeah. yet and so he's going there to just kill him and then the one the door opens that's usually you know good night motherfucker uh-huh. and but this time he sees a whole different situation he was not expecting and and hides and she leaves and he's he has at this point sam has gotten to the the real scary part of him once she says i'm not do i'm doing this scene he goes over and hits the wall mm-hmm. really hard and starts calling her a bunch of names and and but he does say one thing and this is something they mentioned in the after in the in the haterberg thing afterwards he does mention that this is not a true scene. He does mention that what yeah. she's saying is bullshit, and he's right. He's right. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. He's. It's not because it's. He's not right because of what he did. He's right because of what she's trying to perform, and um, and this is of course going to lead to a, a different thought process later on for this whole scene, but. Uh, she does leave. She gets out of there. Thank God. And Barry, you know, hides before he's found out. Thank God. Mm-hmm. These type mm-hmm. of things. And uh, and you see Barry get to his car, and he's like hits the steering wheel and all that, mm-hmm. and he goes to Gene. He 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 first wants to talk to Fuchs, and Fuchs tells him because he has been in- instructed to try to get Barry over to his apartment and say, you know, I did all this stuff. Fuchs is Fuchs gets a moment away from Loach where he says, don't call here, I'm going to block your number, don't talk to me anymore, all that. And so Barry he goes to the only person that he knows that can actually give him any advice anymore, and that's Gene. Mm-hmm. And so we go Great. to the, this is Great a fantastic scene. Yeah. scene too, him going to Gene's place, and uh, and uh, and and uh, he's he's saying, somebody said something to me, it made me really mad, and I don't like what who I am when I'm mad. Um and uh and gene and his typical thing is like he's like, so what did you did you clock him did you did you thump him he's like he's like he's like hey we're both alphas i yeah. understand uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he's like no no i didn't do any of that um and uh and goes it just made me mad and i don't like the way when i'm what way i am when i'm mad and then gene says man this is so frustrating you had that great story uh that you were going to tell and now you want to do this other thing, and you gave me Braveheart and yeah. all that. Yeah. I, I don't understand what's going on. And so Barry tells him the truth again. He's told Gene more truth than anybody, yeah. but Gene still doesn't know who he really is. He tells the truth about the story that he's trying to tell about saving this guy. Uh, once the guy gets shot in this in this thing, uh, Barry goes down and, and, and treats the wound and everything. Meanwhile, all of his buddies are shooting at a rooftop somewhere they're all shooting up Mm. but barry sees a door close yeah Yeah. and he's like though that must have been where the shot came from and he's gone in a completely different mode at this point where he just assumes that he's just made a one plus one equals two type of thing here he goes into this home and just blast this dude who's completely innocent of anything he was just probably looking out and seeing what was happening and uh and his fellow soldiers to their credit come in and say what are you doing you're a fucking psycho this thing this guy was up on the roof man what are you doing and it's a horrible it's just horrible this is this is more this is more about you know this is more i don't know if this takes more sort of um uh, it takes more out of his character than it has taken any of the other things that we've seen. We've thought he's just killed in uh, like uh, guilty people and then just a couple of innocent people to keep his story 
you know, to keep doing what he's doing or whatever, but he has actually killed innocent people before this. Yeah. And he, even with those innocent people with Chris and Janice, he never did it when he was angry. Mm, This is the first time he's always been clinical about this, whether it's, you know, just the, you know, lack of affect, uh, killing the, the bad guys or killing for a reason for Chris. He was a little bit emotional with Chris, but he knew what he had to do. Mm -hmm. He's never killed on impulse to this point. Yeah. There's there's a lot of season left, but yeah. still, yeah. this is the first where we see the emotional side kick in. And of course, they still have left room too for there to be other things between the time that he killed those guys at the sniper nest and to this. Yeah, there are there are ways that they can maybe even show this has possibly happened even in between that, and this is the first time he's actually done it in front of people. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. Yeah, if you go back a little bit to the first time that he killed. And they're trying to get the radio. Do you have permission to kill this guy? And they they didn't get the permission. Mm. No. And he just shot anyway. And so he kind of maybe he he went off protocol and killed there, but he was a hero for it. Mm. So there he was a hero. Here he goes and he kills an innocent person in anger, and he's not a hero for it. I boy, I feel like that's messed part of what has messed him up so much sure. is he's had that experience, and then. That was the last thing he did in the military, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because they could- the 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 next thing that we see later on is he's uh, is uh, well actually we saw it in the scene with Fuchs uh, when they when they have that sort of reconciliation. They're talking about it. They're yeah. talking about how uh, you know that you, you know actually he says <laughs> it later to Gene that um that this was the this was the last thing he did he went to uh some he went to germany or something yeah yeah, yeah. he was they put him in the hospital they sent him to germany and a friend a friend who's which fuchs, fuchs uh, was able to get him a discharge and uh, to get him out of there so that was the last thing that he did fuchs hinted at it saying no you can't tell that story right when they are in the lululemon um and now he has told the story to gene mm-hmm. who starts to take that with his son and tells him later on, you know, that's something that you did, but it doesn't define you. He's actually heard him this time, by the way. He actually believes him. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. And And, and of course, being Gene, he has to relate it to himself. But it's in a positive way. I like the way that he Well, and I love too how he was like, he, he, he said, you know, uh, I have a son. He's like, he's like, when, when he was younger, I was cruel and I was all these things to him. And now I've tried to get back to his life. And, uh, and he, and today he brought me strawberries and it, and it, and it, and it, and it really, really like the way he says that he's like, the strawberries are like the, the best thing in the world. He has a moment with Leo where, uh, you know, Leo drops those strawberries off. And, uh, and he's like, well, you know, we're going to throw him in the garbage anyway. He says, well, he's like, at least I was like, I can at least come to the, you know, terms of the fact that you find me above garbage, <laughs> you know, but he made the effort as awkward and ill thought through his giving him the key was in episode three, at least it registered as he's trying. Yeah. Oh yeah. And sometimes lesson for you, everyone. Uh, sometimes if you try, even if you totally screw it up, at least you've tried, right? Mm-hmm. So this has been life lessons with life Mike lessons Esther. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, after after uh, Barry tells the story, Gene's like, 
Oh yeah, you don't want to tell that story ever again. No, not, especially not to the people in this troop. They're children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, and then also even more genism happens in this, where he's like, he's like, okay, Barry, my private classes come out of a different loan out, so I yes. need to get another different uh-huh. loan. So he's still charging for this. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it's a perfect little coda to that conversation. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so now uh Barry's excited he's 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 you know he's been built back up again by Gene. He decides I'm just going to come in on unannounced to Fuchs who by the way is trying to escape Loach. Yeah. Uh-huh. In there in the hotel room he's out on the balcony and trying to he he's trying to find a way down there's no chance in hell he's mm-hmm. going to find one uh He's on the balcony and Barry, not even thinking about what he's doing, is like, hey, hey, Fuchs, what are you doing? Uh-huh. You know, and he's like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know, looking for something. <laughs> and he's like, I'll be right up there. Yeah, he turns around, <laughs> and he's already there. Barry, Barry's just leaping over the like the balcony. Uh-huh. It's like two stories high. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's so awesome. awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, Barry, before Fuchs can get off the ledge, he's already going into the hotel room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fuchs has to go back in there, and he's trying to tell him without informing loach that he doesn't want him to say what he's saying he's like oh man i'm coming to terms with all the things that we, that i've done before and all the stuff that i did out in the war and killing moss uh-huh. yeah and fuchs is sitting there trying to just like don't say it don't say it don't say it but he, he does say it and here's a question he admits to killing moss uh, how that's did true. i totally missed that the first time i watched i know and that's that's me but Man, mm-hmm. yeah, he admit to killing Moss. How did how did I not realize until yeah, know, later right? in the season? Well, yeah, um, but th- even to his own admission, at the beginning of the the when the first episode or the last episode of the first season, uh, one of those afterwards, they said, "Oh, we don't know if she's dead or not." Mm-hmm. It's one of those yeah. things we like to keep a mystery or whatever. But he admits to killing the Mo- killing Moss. Does that still mean that she- he may not have? I don't know. It feels like a pretty yeah, black does. and white it admission. Does. Yeah. Um, once he says that, Loach comes out of the out of the shadows and says, "You know, I got you, buddy." And he gets Fuchs mm. out of the room, and 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 you know, and Barry has to sit down, and Loach has got him, man. He's nabbed him. Yeah. And you're like, all right, where does this go from here? I mean, he's, Loach has got him. I guess Barry's going to find a way, or one of the Chechens is out there, like had been following him. He's going to shoot Loach or something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. And Loach goes, you know, do you know what it's like to have somebody who loved you? He says, what do you, someone you loved is no longer with you or something like right, that. Yeah. He think Barry thinks he's talking about Moss and he goes, and he goes, I'm sorry about Moss. And he goes, he's like, I'm not talking about Moss. <laughs> and Loach shows him the picture of Ronnie Proxen, the guy who is uh, banging his <laughs> wife right now. Yeah. Uh, and he says, if you kill this guy. You, everything everything goes away man i don't even talk about this anymore and uh, that's when barry says what uh, <laughs> it's amazing because up until that moment the only time that the law has ever had like a chance of getting barry is moss mm-hmm. right yeah otherwise he's been inadvertently one step ahead of everybody uh-huh. right whether it's through the phone the alibi phones or whatever or whether it's just the narrative worked in a different way and it, you know we know that loach is coming after him 
but you don't expect for him to make a confession, even to Fuchs. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think there was a chance in hell that he was going to get caught at all. And and there are two things in the past. Actually, it's two things in this episode that do later happen. Uh, the Fuchs, Fuchs tells, uh, asks Loach, what do you think? He's going to just come in here and just spill everything? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he does. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, there's also a point. We we didn't get to this because we, we were going through that main thread. There is a point where after that uh, uh, scene with Sam, he goes back to train those Chechen guys. Oh, yeah. Um, when that guy, when Meyerbeck shoots, uh, one of the melons and everybody goes over to, to congratulate him about it, how awesome he is. Mm-hmm. Barry, who is already just in this sort of like fuck you mode about the Sam thing goes over and shoots right, right next to his, him in yeah. his, in his ear and says, and says that if you lose focus, you're not going to be able to kill. And, and, and you need to think of only one thing and that's killing. Mm, uh-huh. And that does later yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah factor yeah yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> i want to go uh go back to loach I, I love the scene he walks in with the gun and it takes him a minute or two mm-hmm. he has to talk himself into going through with this yeah and, and he's like okay you're, you're here he, he has this whole monologue that he's saying out loud you're here you do you've been planning this and you're doing it and you don't know that he's doing this until you watch it again it took me watching you know watch it last night and it's like oh he's having to psych himself up to do this. He has, he's breaking he the law. Uh, he's breaking the law and he's going out of way out of the bounds of what he's supposed to do as a cop. And this guy killed your, your partner. Yeah. Which he this, didn't even acknowledge. Really? I know really, but he is so obsessed with this, with the, his marriage falling apart. And with this guy that she's willing to do that. Once you've seen it, you know, now I'm watching it again. The first four episodes, every scene with him becomes different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone, because you see him wanting to go to Cleveland by himself mm-hmm. and do these things by himself. And when you see him setting up the surveillance and sitting in there and in episode three, where Barry is talking to Fuchs and they had the love fast. So they're like, come here and you don't want to tell that story. And, and he's Fuchs isn't trying to get the confession at all. And you just see him head in hands and you realize watching it again, he's head in hands, not because he not because he wants to put this guy in jail, but because he wants revenge. Mm-hmm. It, it colors everything differently. What a great story it is. It, watching it the second time through, you see so much more than you do the first mm-hmm. time. Well, mm-hmm. and something that they they planted a seed. I don't know if they even knew this is where it was headed, but season one, episode one, they had Loach and his, and his wife breaking up. Yeah, and- yeah. And uh, and Janice having that great line about like you know he's a cop and she's human. What do you yeah, what were you gonna exactly. expect? <laughs> uh, but uh, they 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 kept that sort of the, you know the the knowledge of that alive all the way through this, and then it's become a huge major plot point to this season. Um, yeah, I I agree. I love the fact that he's he's psyching himself up mm-hmm. in this whole thing because yeah, I mean a lot of shows forget about that. It goes right into it. Like, now that you've done this, you're going to do this for me because mm-hmm. I've been evil all along. And <laughs> this guy is really, uh, he's a, he's a good cop, yeah. but he's, he's also now been driven to do something beyond what he, what he wants to do as a cop. And he, he finds a way, he's found a way now that he can get, you know, get back at this, this Ronnie Proxon guy. <laughs> you get the feeling that he's never done anything like this before yes. at all. You see him 
um, in in that earlier episode where Moss is you know admits to to having something going on with Gene, and you know he he's going by the book, but he yeah. under he understands, yeah. but it's done right. Mm-hmm. It's it's done. So he's always been that way, but uh, love love's gotten in the way. Yeah, <laughs> we never see his wife. We love we end up bad. obviously there's seeing like a, Ronnie. There's a picture. Uh, in the uh, was it episode one of this season or oh, episode yeah. two? I don't think we really see her, but uh, but he's he's holding her yeah. on the beach. Yeah, but it's not a good. Pi- it's not like no. a picture you can really see who it is uh-huh. or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, we don't really see her. <laughs> She's the um the 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 what uh, uh Fraser's wife and yeah, yeah Lily, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, or was it not Fraser's it's wife? A, it's a Niles. It's a no. It's a in Cheers. It's Norm's wife. We don't ever see. Oh, her. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, she's kind of like that. Um, I can't wait to talk about episode five. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Episode four goes out with a great song, a Virginia Plain by Roxy Music. And I don't know if you huh. guys know this song. It is one, it's just an awesome song. It was a pretty big hit in the UK. Never hear. Uh, Brian Eno was in the band at the time, uh, like 1973 hmm. or something, hmm. before Eno did a lot of his other stuff. And it's all about, and the people interpret the lyrics differently. You can go online and look. But it, it's about like breaking into the music industry and getting your first contract and lots of things like that and dealing with all of those groups. I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting because they're breaking it, trying to break into movies. Hmm. Um, and then, well, it's just a great song. I yeah. wanted to bring it yeah. up. So. No, <laughs> that's, the, that's the in-depth analysis that yeah, people come here there for. You go. <laughs> this is a perfect, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, if we if we're getting season three, we'll obviously be doing this podcast differently and everything because we won't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but this is a good uh, halfway point for the season because everything's going to change after this. It's going to be a completely different kind of show. Well, not not a completely different kind of show, but it's it from what we've seen in the first four episodes. You know, is going to be completely different from yeah. that after this and um uh so it's a good halfway breaking point for this season much mm-hmm. like the halfway point in the first season mm-hmm. which i didn't like all that much but you certainly i mean they introduced vaughn they uh they uh, broke up the relationship between barry and sally like there was a lot of shit that happened by that that fourth episode in the first season and they've done the same world building here to to really set things off yeah Okay, well, that'll do it for uh, episode four of uh, season two of Barry. Uh, where can people uh, talk about this very episode, Barrett? Go to your Twitter. Open up the Twitter right now while I'm while I'm talking, mm-hmm. while you're listening. Mm-hmm. Open yeah. up the Twitter and look for at now starting uh, if you aren't already following us. And give us a follow. Give us a tweet. Um, you can also go to SoundCloud, which the link is in the show notes here, and interact there. Give us a comment. What you think of the episode? What you think of what we thought of the episode? Ah, okay. And that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. It's Chris Atkins and Barrett Sheer and Mike Kester. We'll see you next time.